Hello, my loves, and welcome to this week's episode of I Think I Need Therapy. Now, I'm just going to put out a disclaimer right here, right now, that this episode is more of like a heavy one. We're talking about how to reach out for help and reasons why to, but I want to preference that I'm not a professional or a trained professional in psychology or any of that whatsoever. I'm just offering you my own advice based on my own experiences and things that I've learned. So take what you want, leave what you want, do as you please. But I'm just going to warn you that this is a bit of a heavier, more serious episode, but I do think it's one that a lot of people should listen to and a lot of people should hear. So please stick along and let's just, let's talk about it. Let's get into it. You know, you never, ever really know what someone is truly going through. We all have our different lives, we all have our different experiences, and we all have our different stories. But each and every single one of those stories is important and it's valid. And I really want you guys to know that because sometimes it feels as though just because we didn't go through something extreme and hugely traumatizing that we're not allowed to express the way it makes us feel and the pain that we're still feeling, it almost feels as though we we don't deserve to be validated for those feelings because it wasn't something so extreme or maybe you weren't diagnosed with something like really heavy like depression or something but that doesn't take away from the fact that you're still experiencing pain and you're still experiencing emotions that cause you pain and if you are someone who was diagnosed with a mental illness or has experienced trauma it's still valid and it's still important for you to express yourself and to receive help and get help for these things and to talk about it and to share your experiences, you know, like nobody deserves to actually live in pain and nobody deserves to live with such thoughts in their head. And I, this is the main reason why I want to talk about this because it doesn't matter who you are, what you've been through or what you experienced at what level it doesn't matter what level it doesn't matter what it was it's still valid and it's still important for you to express your feelings and get help with whatever you're going through no matter how big how small how it feels to you is important and how you're experiencing it is important so never diminish yourself and never make yourself feel invalidated or guilt yourself for feeling pain when it's not something like really, really extreme, you know, it's still valid and it's still important. And I just really want to make sure you all know that because truly, like I said, you never know what someone's going through and you never know what someone's experienced and been through. A lot of people feel ashamed of what they're battling and they feel like they don't need help or like they can't reach out. But I want you to know that you're not alone and there are people that want to help you including me like there's so many people out there who want to help and people that want to help you feel more at ease you know there's people who want to help you through things you may not see it or you may not feel strong enough to reach out right now but there's people out there who want to help you and who can help you i think a lot of people feel as though they may not deserve help or 
they're just ashamed of the fact that they're feeling certain emotions. Shame can really consume a person. Honestly, I think sometimes we carry this really heavy weight of shame and guilt around for things that aren't even our fault, that we don't really actually need to be feeling guilty for or ashamed of. But talking it out and finding someone you can open up to about these things can honestly really, really, really help to release it, to release that heavy weight and realize that it isn't your fault and that you actually don't need to walk around living with this weight of shame and guilt and pain all the time. You don't need to carry that around all the time and have it all on you. You really don't. You really, really don't. And honestly, when I tell you talking things through and having a support system helps so much. I'm not lying. Literally, I'm talking from experience. It helps. It helps. It helps. It helps. And the thing is, the truth is, we're humans. Like, we're experiencing this world. There's always going to be something that comes and that challenges us. There's always going to be something more. That may seem scary and it may seem like very daunting and like make you almost feel unhopeful. But the thing is, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Don't see this pain and don't see these experiences as a bad thing because they're not. Look at them as Yeah, I know it's corny, but look at them as lessons all in all and part of life, you know, they're lessons and they're part of your life. It's, it's part of our experience, but we can choose how we perceive them and we can choose how we handle these different situations and we can choose what affects us and what doesn't and how long it affects us for. Well, I mean, not fully, but if you choose to let something weigh on you and carry around in you forever without addressing it and without working through it yeah that's your choice but you also choose to address the fact that you're having these feelings address the fact that you're walking around with this weight on your shoulders address it work through it you know really feel it and go on to live your life free from that heavy weight because it's possible. It is possible. Let me tell you, it is fucking possible. And honestly, sometimes I think what we need as humans and what we honestly don't get a lot is for someone to say that I hear you, I'm here for you, and I care for you. And also just a hug. Sometimes I just need a hug. You know, we're, we're supposed to get eight hugs a day. Who actually gets eight hugs a day? Because like, can I be you? What the fuck? <laughs> I want eight hugs a day. I get like eight hugs in a month. A day? Goddamn. But like, genuinely, you should be getting lots of hugs in a day. When you think about it, like, when you feel your worst, sometimes that's all you need is a hug. Someone to hold you, like, someone to be there just comforting you. So, let's talk about how we can actually reach out and get this help because... One, I know there's a lot of stigma around it. I know that mental health in general, there's a lot of stigmas around. And it can be very, very uncomfortable for a lot of people to talk about it or even listen about these things. Like, I know it can be really difficult. Even for me, there's so much stigma within myself that I have around this topic. Yet, I 
literally talk about it online all the time and I advocate for it all the time and I talk to people about it like I know I put it out there and I know that this is something that I study and I talk about yet I'm still uncomfortable like if I'm having a daily conversation with someone I'm so uncomfortable to tell them like about different mental health things and initiatives that I'm doing I'm so uncomfortable unless they specifically ask me then I'll talk about it but if they don't like I will not bring it up or I won't even say the word like mental health or explain to them what I'm doing because I'm just afraid of making people uncomfortable by talking about these topics. You know, like if I'm posting something online and I'm talking about it online, they're choosing to listen. They're choosing to watch it and hear what I have to say. And like, they'll have some already knowledge that this is what I'm going to be talking about. So they want to listen to that. So I feel more comfortable online talking about this type of stuff. But in person, I still you know, I'm so afraid that, like, if I bring mental illnesses or mental health up in conversation without people, like, knowing this is the topic or having any warning about it, I'm just so afraid that they're going to get uncomfortable and think that I'm so weird and, like, crazy for bringing this stuff up. But why is it like that? Literally, this is something that is so natural. As humans, we struggle with our mental health especially in this society like in this world there's so much going on (laughs) it's really hard not to so why do we have to shame people for or get afraid or uncomfortable when people mention something like them struggling or having emotions i don't get it i don't get it why did we have to become this way and i know as a my generation right now is really working to break that personally I am really working to break that stigma but it's hard and I know as much as we're getting there it's still like it's still those built-in beliefs and built-in stigmas around these topics which are really hard to break especially when older generations still have that mindset and still enforce it and believe it and stick with it and kind of like pass it on to you It's going to be uncomfortable for a long time still, but that's okay. I think we still need to like get past that and work through that discomfort of talking about mental health and mental illnesses because there's too many people suffering. There's too many people suffering from this type of stuff. And the facts are that mental illnesses make people feel lonely and isolate people. And when we don't share our stories and we don't talk about this stuff and we make it uncomfortable to talk about and uncomfortable to be vulnerable, it makes that worse. It makes people's mental health so much worse. It does, it does, it does. So if you are someone who does feel ashamed for struggling with your mental health, if you're someone who is ashamed for feeling these feelings and is ashamed for wanting to be vulnerable and you know struggling in any sort of way and having emotions even I hear you and I see you and I understand why you feel that but know that it is okay and so every single person on this planet has emotions every single person on this planet is going through something and is struggling through something 
So the fact that you're struggling does not make you any less of a person, any worse, any weaker. It doesn't make you horrible or crazy or weird. It doesn't. It makes you strong. Use it to make yourself stronger. Use it to help people. Use it as a positive thing and a light and something that you can make good out of. Yeah, sure, it can feel like a really horrible thing right now, but you can make good out of it. You can make light out of it. It's possible. Know that you are strong and know that you have the strength within you to get better and to feel happiness and to let go of this pain and this shame and this guilt and whatever you are feeling or going through. Know that getting through it makes you stronger and working through it makes you stronger. I feel like I'm a like motivational speaker right now. Welcome to my TED talk. <laughs> but I am being so honest right now. And the reason why I'm so passionate about this stuff is because I know what it's like to have those thoughts. I know what it's like to be trapped inside your brain and have that this one voice in your head that is just so consuming and that just beats you up and is just so just bullies you all the time and you don't want to live there in your head with it at all I know what that's like I know what that pain is like I can't say that I know what you're going through but I know what pain is like and I know what that negative headspace can be like and I just don't want anyone else to feel it even though I know people are feeling it I just want to prevent more people from going through it. I want to help those who are feeling that because it's a horrible place to be. It's like a horrible place to be stuck in. Please, when I tell you that talking and being vulnerable is okay and it helps, please consider it. Consider taking this advice. Now that I've talked my talk about that, Let me give you a few reasons why I think going to see a professional, well, actually not even seeing a professional, why I think talking in general about your experiences and about the things you're going through and about your feelings is so important and so beneficial and so helpful. Let me first explain to you these things, my reasons. I think the main point here is that it helps you work through it. I know that It helps you really work through it and see things a little bit better. Not even a little bit, a lot better. In a different light, in a different perspective. Sometimes when we say things out loud, we really realize like just how bad it is in a sense or just how much it is really affecting us or you can just have a different perspective on it because when you're saying things in your head, you know, it just kind of seems normal. We're always saying stuff in our head, like whatever. But when you say it out loud and you hear it, it almost gives you like this moment where you're like, damn, that's a little more serious than I thought. Or like, oh, maybe this isn't right. It kind of clears that headspace and allows for like, this new voice and this new perspective to come in, which it can be very, very helpful. Right now, actually, I'm I'm going through something that I'm processing right now because 
for so long I didn't realize that it would affect me or it was actually affecting me like I didn't realize that this thing that happened to me was actually kind of traumatizing and really did hurt me and was affecting me every single day I didn't realize that this event like was causing me so much harm and was actually really bad and really serious until I said it out loud and I told my very very best friend I was like this happened to me I don't know if that's normal or not and she said right back she was like Annika that is not okay that wasn't okay that that happened to you and I'm so sorry that it happened to you and I was like oh shit you're right this is kind of serious and that shouldn't have happened and the other day I expressed this story to someone else that I'm really close with and saying it out loud to them and just seeing their reaction and hearing what they had to say really made me realize just how much the experience affected me and how horrible it was and how traumatizing it actually was for me and their response made me realize like oh shit like that was that was actually serious like that actually was not okay that wasn't okay that that happened and also now that I've said it out loud and now that I'm realizing and actually seeing the fact that this was not okay and I I am hurting I am hurting from this and I am really negatively affected I'm starting to process it and I'm starting to be able to really experience the pain and let it flow through me and work through it so it doesn't have to affect me for the rest of my life and sure something very traumatic will affect people for the rest of their lives and this may come up in 50 years from now but I don't want this to affect me every single day and I don't want it to be a weight on my shoulder every single day so I'm feeling this emotions these emotions and I'm feeling this pain and I'm letting myself cry and I'm letting myself express it and be vulnerable with those that I feel safe with and it's helping it's really really helping and this is why I'm telling you like talking helps because it helps you process things and it helps you realize things so you're able to feel your feelings you're able to work through it and you're able to prevent horrible things from affecting you for the rest of your life because it can you can let things affect you every single day for the rest of your life tucking it away pushing things down you can do that but you're gonna live pretty miserably you're gonna be surviving every single day rather than living And I truly believe that we were put on this earth, put on this planet to live and experience this world and experience what it's like being a human on this planet. And that means feeling the emotions. That means going through challenges. But it doesn't mean sticking with them and letting them linger and rot in you. It doesn't mean living your life in misery, stuck up on things that don't deserve to make you feel pain every single day you know man oh man
another reason why I think talking to people is really helpful is because is because it opens up that opportunity to receive what you really need. It opens up that opportunity for someone to give you that hug, for someone to say, I hear you, and I'm so sorry that you had to go through it, and I'm so sorry that you're going through this right now. It opens up an opportunity for you to be comforted, for you to release all those emotions, and let someone hold you and reassure you that it's not your fault and these emotions are okay. It opens up that opportunity And I know, I know you might not think that there's people in your life that will do that for you. But there are people out there who do want to give you that love and do want to give you that care. And there are professionals whose job is to give you that reassurance and to give you that comfort. It doesn't need to be a friend. It doesn't need to be a family member. There's professionals who want to give you that care and whose job is to literally sit there and listen to you and validate you and help you through things. It's their job. So even if you don't think that you have people in your life right now, there is people out there who want to do that for you. You know, building a support system is so, so incredibly powerful and it it takes strength to do but I believe that you can, and it's not as hard as it may seem. Building a support system is just, you know, getting the people around you together and letting them help you, which, okay, letting people help, it can be very difficult, and me being a big people pleaser, it's hard to let people help me because I feel like, you know, sometimes I'm a burden, And I'm a burden for getting help. And I'm a burden for taking up their time and putting my pain and all this stuff that I'm going through onto them. You know, making them feel bad for me. Or taking their time away from their daily lives and their stresses to listen to me and care for me. I still feel this today. I struggle with reaching out sometimes and... I'm a mental health advocate and I still struggle doing it. I still struggle talking about this stuff and being vulnerable. But I think just taking action and saying fuck it and just doing it, even as scary as it is and as hard as it is, just going out and doing the action and just saying yes and doing it and just going for it helps a lot. (laughs) Just go for it because... If I don't just do it in the moment, all my thoughts will catch up and I'll start overthinking and psyching myself and not doing it. So when I get the thought like, oh, I need to, I need to call my therapist or I need to go, I need to tell my best friend that I'm going through this or I need to call my mom. I do it in that moment or else I know I will psych myself out and never do it and never work through through those emotions. But When you have a support system, it makes it a lot easier to just express how you're feeling in any moment of time. For example, (laughs) my support system, well, at the moment, this is my support system. I've had, I've had multiple, multiple different types of support systems for different things I was going through, but currently I think I lean on my very best friend, Annika, and than a lot of my other very close best friends. I literally, 
journal to her in our text messages like tonight even I was experiencing something and processing stuff so I just texted her like five long paragraphs just every single thought I had I just texted to her and she loves it and she'll respond and she'll validate me and comfort me and that's just all I need in that moment and so having someone like that really helps when I'm going through something like in the moment I just need someone to talk to and express myself to in that moment I have that then I have like my roommate who I come home to and I can just express all my feelings to her and just talk it all out to her just word vomit to her and she'll be there to hug me and hold me while I'm crying sometimes like yesterday I was bawling my eyes out in my room she came in and just sat there and held me while I bawled my eyes out and sometimes that's what I really need Every single person in my support system serves their own purpose. My mom, I call her when I'm like randomly struggling with something like the mold in my apartment. (laughs) I call her and I bawl my eyes out. And she's more of the person who will be firm and be like, tell me what I need to do. So I know like, okay, if I need advice on what I have to do, I can go to my mom. Or one of my other really good friends. She'll just tell me like, you got to do this. These are the steps you have to take. So I know if that's what I need in that moment, those are the people I go to. If I need someone to comfort me and validate me, I go to Annika. If I need someone to hold me and just a word vomit suit, I go to my roommate. And then I have my therapist who I actually just started seeing. I have her where I have regular appointments to go to and bring issues up to her and spit out all my feelings to her and she's a professional who knows how to handle those things and how to respond and strategies to help me through and I have my doctors and my athletic trainers and other friends who I can just talk to whenever and that's the support system I have right now and like I said every single person in it holds their own purpose and I know like I have to realize what I need in a specific moment and who I should go to with that need. But in all honesty, your therapist isn't there 24-7 sometimes. So having, like, friends and having family or just having people who you do feel very comfortable around and comfortable telling these things to is super important because they can be there for you at any time. At one point of my life, when I started having mental illnesses or at least started realizing that I had different mental illnesses, my mom realized that I was really struggling and she realized that, you know, it wasn't healthy, the path that I was going down. So she reached out and got me to go to a dietitian. I had an eating disorder, by the way. She got me to go to a dietitian and then the dietitian realized, oh, <laughs> this girl has an eating disorder. She's, she's going down a deep hole right now. And then she got me referred to doctors and more doctors. <laughs> And more doctors. <laughs> I had like, oh, I had my dietitian and then two different doctors. Um, well, a nurse practitioner. Shout out to you, my nurse practitioner, because she actually might be listening right now. Love you, girl. Um, and my dietitian, if she's listening to, love you too, girl. They both know I love them, and they helped me so so much. And then I also had another doctor who I saw every month. He actually um, dealt with a lot of people with eating disorders. But then I also had a specific eating disorder therapist. And then on top of that, I had my family who had to be there with me 
all day, every day to make sure that I was eating food and keeping it down and not exercising and sticking to my treatment plan. I had to have them. And that included my mom, my dad, my sister. And on top of that, I had my closest friends there too, who I had to text every day and who would go out and get my challenge foods with me or just like distract me from time to time from my thoughts. There was so many people around me and so many people helping me that it made it so much easier for me to recover and made my recovery so much smoother than it would have been if I just struggled in silence and didn't let anyone help me or didn't reach out and allow for that help to be there. I don't think I... I actually know I would not be where I am today if I did not have those people by my side 24-7. I saw my therapist twice a week. I saw the doctor every week. I saw my dietitian twice a week as well. And had my parents by my side all day. Or my sister by my side all day. Every day. So I had these people by my side all the time helping me through it. Every second of every day so I could get healthy and so I could recover and I am I'm so fucking grateful like so so thankful because that was so fucking miserable oh my god so miserable to live in that state Mm -mm. the thoughts just like consume you so much like your brain can be the most torturous place ever like a cage and it's just like fuck I've written poems to help myself I'm not a writer but like (laughs) I can't believe I'm admitting this right now but I've like written poems when I'm like in a really dark place I'll be like these clouds fogging up my brain and I just can't escape them it's just this fog that comes in and won't go away I mean like great analogy and that's a great way to great way to cope. I'm just I'm laughing at myself because I'm not a writer at all. But I do recommend doing it. Because like honestly, that's what it feels like, this fog in your brain that like won't leave. It's just there and torturing you. Kinda dark. But this episode is dark but bright at the same time. It's like this Okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> but when I tell you, have a support system. I mean it because it helps so, so, so fucking much. So much. Allow for those people to help you. Allow, allow them to be there. I know that it's hard to allow them to help you, especially when you don't want the help. Possible trigger warning for people. I'm going to go into a little bit of detail with my eating disorder. So possible trigger warning. You can skip this little part, but I just want to make sure you all know before I talk about it but when I first started receiving help and I first went into treatment I didn't want it at all I wanted to have an eating disorder um I I literally said to myself I want to be anorexic like I want to make myself anorexic and I know to a lot of people who haven't been through that it kind of sounds crazy that's how people see it it's like oh you're crazy you want that but it's because I, I already had an eating disorder and my brain just like wanted 
to keep going. It wanted me to get worse and worse and worse. It was like, it wanted to win. That was its goal. And I don't think, I don't think there was ever a point where I would have been like, yes, I won. I am anorexic now. Because part of me also feels like I failed at being anorexic because I didn't go into a hospital and didn't get inpatient treatment. I had an outpatient treatment plan, but they really tried to avoid it because that can be traumatic and is not always the best option for people. And I also had one, like, the closest one was, like, six hours away, so it wasn't really realistic. But I also feel like I failed at being anorexic because I didn't go into hospital, wasn't hospitalized. But I still think even if I was hospitalized, I would have had to have died before I considered it a success. I would have had to be dead to have been like, yes, I was anorexic, like, hell yeah. I did that. (laughs) But being where I am now, I know, like, it doesn't matter how bad, I say that in quotations, it gets for it to be valid. It doesn't matter how extreme it is for it to be valid. If you have an eating disorder and it's just starting to develop... That's still valid. You still have one. You're still struggling. Maybe you don't have any eating disorder or maybe a little bit of body dysmorphia. That's still valid and you still deserve to get help and you still deserve to have a support system and have help through that. You know what I mean? Like, just because I wasn't hospitalized doesn't mean that eating disorder was invalid or was not important and doesn't mean I didn't deserve that help. I also want to preference that mental illnesses are so deadly. I don't think people realize how deadly they are. Like, one in four people die from anorexia. And a lot of people think, oh, I mean, a lot of all teen girls have anorexia. No, no, they don't. And a lot of people die. You starve yourself to death, okay? Let's let's not get that wrong. Let's not get that mixed up, okay? This shit is serious. It is serious. And it deserves attention. All of your struggles deserve attention, no matter what level or extent they are at. They deserve attention. Period. And it, when I tell you it is so much better to catch it before it goes extreme... Literally, if you're not struggling with anything right now, I still recommend being in therapy. It's still great to have a professional to talk to your daily emotions with. Your daily struggles. If it's sometimes some drama with a classmate, great. Talk about it. Having someone who doesn't have an emotional connection or doesn't have a bias is so helpful. Talking about things... I'm just going to say it one more time. Talking about things will help you so much. It will. It will. <laughs> okay. Now that I've told you, now that I've preached to you, um, let's go through the steps. First step is acknowledgement. I think 
first and foremost, you need to acknowledge the fact that you are experiencing some pain. You are experiencing things that are hurting you and you may be going through a really hard time. Acknowledging that is the very, very first step. From there, you need to accept that fact and figure out what it is exactly that you're feeling. And I know that's scary, and I know sometimes it's really, really terrifying to actually feel those feelings and almost relive those experiences. And that's also, if it's something very traumatic, that's why it's so important to see a professional because they know how to handle those situations when you may have to go through the process of getting to the point where you have to think about that very traumatic experience again. They know how to help you through that and calm you down and get to the point where you are comfortable talking about it. Because also, you're never pressured to talk about anything. Never feel pressured to tell your story before you're ready. Which is also in the second step of getting to a point where you are ready. You are ready to talk about it. You're ready to express it to someone. And you realize that you need to talk about it. And that it's good to talk about it. Thirdly, you need to figure out what exactly you need. Do you need urgent professional help? Do you need a friend? Do you need a hug? (laughs) Do you need someone to comfort you? Do you need someone to give you advice? Do you need someone to give you steps? Maybe you need all of it. Maybe you do. And I think that's why it's so important to always see a professional, no matter what, always have them in your back corner because they can be all of that for you. But decide who you want to reach out to first. Decide who you feel the most comfortable being vulnerable with. If it's a really close friend, maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your grandparents, maybe it's a cousin, maybe it's a teacher, maybe it's your school counselor, maybe it's your coach, maybe it's a professional, maybe it's on the phone to a mental health hotline. Whatever it is, whoever it is, decide who you feel most comfortable with and who you can go to first to really open up and express these feelings to. And once you decide to go to a professional and see a therapist or a counselor, know that it's okay to go through multiple people. You know, you don't have to stick with one therapist forever. I've had probably five different therapists because sometimes someone just doesn't work for me and they're not giving me what I need and they're not giving me the right help. And that's okay. There's someone else, there's another therapist I can go to and maybe they'll give me what I need. You know, you can switch and you can find who works for you best. I know that's also daunting because you just want to go to someone and it be perfect right away and them to help you right away. And maybe that can happen. That Well, it can happen. Um, but know that it's okay if the first person you go to isn't the right fit for you. It's okay to switch therapists. That's okay. I just want you guys to know that. The fourth step here is to just go for it. Make the appointment. Go to that friend. Go to that teacher. Go to that person. 
and just tell them, even at the start, just tell them a little bit of how you're feeling and a little bit of what you're going through. See how they react, okay? If they are truly someone who cares and someone who can be there for you, let them. Or maybe even tell them like, hey, I'm just really needing someone to listen to me right now. Or I'm really needing someone to give me advice right now. Can you give me advice on this? Or I'm feeling this way and I just need someone to hold me while I cry, you know? (laughs) Just take that step, go for it, ask for it, and tell people. And show up every time. Show up to your appointments with your therapist. Go to them. They're going to help you. They're going to help you a lot. Even if you sit there in silence for an hour, still go. You never know what can come from it. So, like I said, I just reached out to my therapist and finally got one because I've been seeing someone. Like I said, it started when I got my eating disorder. I was seeing a therapist twice a week. And then from there on, I was seeing a therapist like every week for four years and then this year it was like I didn't have one and I think I really really needed one but I just never reached out and I never thought that I was going through something big enough like I didn't have this huge mental illness I didn't have the eating disorder anymore that I needed to talk about I didn't have depression so I didn't think it was so urgent for me to see one But I'm realizing now that I should have went sooner and I, it would have been really helpful and beneficial for me to just have someone there for when I'm going through a hard time or when I'm struggling through something and I just need to tell a professional and have them validate me on this experience or on whatever I was going through or just have a professional and someone who didn't have an opinion or didn't have a bias or any relation at all to anything in my life just have them there to just tell all my stories too and to tell all these things too so I finally decided to just call the counseling center at my school and make an appointment and I I I I postponed it for a very long time I don't know why but I did and then A few weeks ago, I finally called, I made the appointment, and I showed up. I put it on my schedule, and I went. And I made follow-up appointments, and I'm going. Because it's important to me that I'm taking care of myself, and I'm showing up every single time for those appointments. And I know how important a support system can be, and I know how helpful talking things through can be. So I'm doing this thing for myself, and I'm doing it for myself, and for my future self, and for my past self. I'm going, and I'm seeking help, and I really, really, really encourage you all to do the same. I really, really encourage you all to create your support systems, to have people to lean on, to be vulnerable, to break down those stigmas within you. Break them down, get the help, and be there for yourself. You are so strong. You're so amazing as you are. You all are. It doesn't even matter if I don't know you. I don't care. You're listening to this. The fact that you're listening to this right now means that you know you need to create a support system. 
You know that it'll be helpful for you. You know that you can do it. You have the strength in you. You are a beautiful human being. You're a beautiful soul. And I know that. I know that. Even if I don't know you, I know that. You are so strong and you're so amazing. And I, I care about all of you. And I love all of you. And I hope you all know that. And I want to give you guys just 10, 10 reasons why I think you should keep going and why I think you should stay here on the planet with me. Okay? Okay. First of all, I would miss you. And I know, I know there's other people out there who would miss you too. Second of all, to stargaze, to sit on top of, or no, lie on top of a hill in the warmth and look up at the sky and just see all of the Milky Way and the beauty of this universe. That's amazing. Third, to feel the warmth of the sun on your skin, to feel it within you and that warmth of the sun just filling you up. That's a beautiful thing. Fourth, to pet cute animals whatever your favorite animal is to see them and to pet them and experience that excitement animals are so cute fifth to be able to dance dance around your room go to dances whatever to be able to dance around to your favorite songs that is literally the funnest thing ever like go do that right now <laughs> go do it it brings me so much joy Sixth, to hear new songs, to experience listening to a song for the very first time and feeling that excitement of just like how perfect that song is and how good it is. Like experiencing a song for the first time is its own perfectness and own beautiful experience in itself. Like, hell yeah. Another one to sip your favorite drink and eat your favorite meal in the warmth of the sun and beauty of the summer and just taste that. That's so amazing. To sip a fresh drink by the pool on a beautiful summer's day. Yes. Yes, please. I think we're on like eight because there's times where you'll experience something amazing and think, Wow, I'm really fucking glad I'm staying alive to experience this. I'm so glad that I'm alive right now to experience this moment. This is what I stayed for. I've had those moments. And I'm so glad I stayed alive to experience all that I'm experiencing right now. Even the shitty stuff. It's still amazing. There's still a beautiful, amazing things here. I'm so glad that I'm able to live this life on this planet and i'm so glad that you are still here listening to this experiencing it with me living on this planet with me looking up into the stars and seeing the same stars i'm seeing thank you for being here nine because you haven't met all the people who will love you yet there's still so many opportunities to meet so many new people who will give you love and who will care for you. If you haven't met your soulmate yet, 
think about that experience and that opportunity to meet them that's so exciting and it will happen stay alive because there are so many people who love you and who will love you in this life i love you and think about the experience of meeting someone and it's just so exciting because you're getting so close and they just make your life so much better and they stay through it all with you it can happen and it will happen baby and lastly to experience pure happiness and pure joy because being happy doesn't mean that everything is perfect nor does being happy equivalent to being happy all the time life isn't perfect there will be ups there will be downs but it all will be okay and it's okay not to be okay all the time it's okay to just be but with all the pain and with all the bad things in this world and all of that horribleness there's still so much good and there's still a possibility for you to feel happiness and experience pure joy and pure just laughter and fun stay alive because that moment will come for you and even if it doesn't feel like it right now even if you can't see that being possible it is it is oh my god it is sometimes it doesn't feel like it at all at all at all at all sometimes you can't believe it you can't see and you feel so helpless and hopeless i know what that feels like i've been there in my bed i've been there but sticking through and knowing that these things are still possible for you to experience they are they're still possible for you to experience know that they are hold on to that go out there talk to someone and find the light within your life make that light brighter and feel that joy because it's right around the corner you never know when it can come you never know when something new and beautiful can happen in your life you never know but i'm really happy that you're still here today and you're still listening to this with me i am so beyond grateful i just i love you all so much so thank you for listening and i really really hope you have an amazing week i will see you again next tuesday bye bye